Pen and Napkin Podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 43. And this week, we are going to talk about practice, etiquette, emphasis, uh, execution, and emphasis. Um, just as we, as we start gearing up towards practices, what are the things that we should be thinking about as we start to develop our practice plan and what do we want to see within our practices and more, most importantly, how do we want our practices to run? Well, I think the first thing that you need to do is emphasize and establish the really important things that you're going to, to have from day one, the non-negotiables. For example, be on time. Actually, on time is is late, early is on time. Uh, we we tell our kids we want you there 15 minutes on a on a Saturday morning if practice starts at 10 o'clock we want to be geared up and ready to go at 9:45. Uh, if obviously most of our practices are going to take place after school, so if you get out of school at three o'clock. Whatever the time is that you can or want to start, you need to emphasize that, hey, when the clock hits here, it's go time. It is also uh, really important that not only is it go time at that point, but it is go time with a purpose, uh, that we are getting focused and we're getting ready to go. Uh, I also think it's really important that you establish what your team is going to look like, i.e., how your team looks before practice even starts. And I know this may be a little bit of an old school thing, but one of the things that I always do is I always have my kids start with the same color or unified color of jerseys each day. Um, whether that's white or black or whatever your school colors are, whatever the, the colors of your jerseys are, everybody is on the same page starting today. Um, that's something that I think is really important. I think it's important that you establish functions within the practice, small things, details. Uh, there's no so small things. There's there's details. For example, coaches and players will not be sitting down during practice unless there's an injury. Uh, make sure that your players, make sure you're emphasizing your player to your players. You're getting plenty of water to drink. You step out of a drill and you've got a couple of minutes, go over to that water fountain and get plenty of water to drink. When you are not in a drill, you are locked into that drill on the sideline and you're paying attention. If I'm talking to Jimmy or or Susie about this is the way we want you to close out, I'm talking to everybody in the gymnasium. So make sure that when, you know, Jimmy or Susie uh, or, or Johnny or Becky is on the sideline, when they come back in, they better understand that if I got after Jimmy or Susie about the way we want them to close out, that they better do it the right way. They better be paying attention. It is important that you listen, that you emphasize that you have your players listen to the critiques and criticisms of your coaches. Uh, we want to make uh, clear up mistakes as quickly as we can so we can move on to the next thing. And then, of course, the, the most important thing about practice is emphasizing the importance of practice. Uh, if practice is not to get through. You need to emphasize to your teams that if you want to win on Friday night, you've got to come out and you've got to be ready to compete Monday through Thursday. And for 22 hours a day, you guys can be great friends, and you can love each other, and you can screw around, do whatever you want. But when it comes to that two-hour segment, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that it's time to get after it. 
Next thing is talking about, you know, one of the things that you have to consider with your teams is what is going to be your policy on player absences. I, I talked about this in Foundation Friday number 36. You can go back to it. I would love to have some feedback with that. Um, I, I don't know if it's a good plan. I don't know if it's a great plan. I, I think it's a, a really good plan, and, and, and I feel very comfortable with it. But I'm always open to, hey, have you thought about it this way? Have you thought about it that way? Um I, I, I really because because that's the thing that we as as coaches struggle with the most the the competition with club sports especially volleyball and soccer is just beginning going to become more and more prominent during basketball season so you need to make sure that you have an established philosophy of what you're going to do and maybe yours is more lenient than what I have maybe yours is stricter than mine. Every coach is going to be different depending on their situation. I think there needs to be some give and take. I think you need to have some flexibility, but you can't give the farm away either. So take a listen to Foundation Friday number 36 and and think about what your absence policy is going to be. Length of practices is the next thing I want to talk about. As you're putting together your practice schedule, what, you know, where are you going to be at? So I always start with, okay, from from the first day of practice to our first game, we're probably going to go anywhere from uh, 2.15 to 2.5 hours every day pretty consistently. Maybe there's a couple of days where we scale back some. Obviously, the day before our first game, we're going to scale back. But that's that's training camp time. That's the time where you're really emphasizing and you're establishing yourself and you're establishing your culture, your vision, your habits for the rest of the season. From the first game of the season through your holiday tournament or maybe early January, you're going to go an hour 45 to two minute, two hours uh, pretty consistently on the days that are not the day before practice or a day before a game, excuse me. Um, once you get into early January through the month of January, again, non-days before a game, you're going to go an hour and a half to an hour 45. Once you get from late January to district play, you're going to go an hour 15 to an hour and a half. And then once you get into district play, it's 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 an hour to an hour 15. You're going to cut down on that contact as you go through. Uh, you're going to lighten uh, some of those concepts. But don't be afraid to mix it up. You still need to compete and you still need to emphasize competition. We can't not do that from time to time. We can't uh, wrap our kids up in, in bubble wrap those are the hardest games to win, and yes, we have to have energy during those time periods, but it is also really important that we still realize what it takes to compete and to win drills and to win scrimmages and so forth and so on and practices, so make sure that you're emphasizing that, okay? Practice segments, and there are, I, I have about five major practice segments that I have uh, in my practices, and I've tinkered with this, I've, I've changed things up. I, I do things differently now than I used to. It's it's one of the things that I enjoy most is looking at a practice and how can I get more out of it. But the major practice segments that that we have are the 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 warm up, uh, the meeting before practice, getting everything ready to go. Uh, the second thing is and, and and during let me go back to that the the meeting before practice we're establishing our theme. What are we talking about here today? Maybe it's the day before a game, so we're talking scouting report. Uh, could be about rebounding, could be about this quote, could be about this book passage, whatever it may be. Skill work is the second thing. Uh, you, you need you need to have a solid segment of skill work. Uh, one of the things that we're going to do differently this year that I've never done before uh, is is we are going to get more shooting. I am determined to get more shooting in than I ever have before. And 
so we're going to have a good skill work segment uh, for 30 minutes at the beginning of practice. And then we're going to wrap up the last 20 to 25 minutes with shooting stations uh, as consistently as we possibly can in our practices. We are going to get shots up because it doesn't matter what you run or how beautiful a play is. If you're not going to hit the shot at the end of the play, it doesn't matter how pretty the play is. It doesn't matter how complex it is. It doesn't matter how nice it looks. You've got to hit the shot at the end of it. Um, Team fundamentals, and we're talking both offensive and defensive fundamentals. Uh, That's really important. You need to have a transition segment. I firmly believe that you need to get up and down every single day. You've got to get up and down and have some sort of transition, especially when you're working on your defensive transition, transition and talk. And then the fifth major segment that you're going to have is your situational competition. You want to practice on your situations, uh, you know, Belichick, situational football, uh, you know, and come up with a bunch of different ideas, come up with a bunch of different concepts and, and emphasize to your kids this is why we're working on it. Use game tapes or, or film from games that are going on. Let's go back to uh, Celtics Raptors. Ball on the side, point five left, sideline out of bounds play. What are you going to do? Your season's on the line. And how are you going to execute? What are you going to run? So forth and so on. All right. Uh, want to wrap up here today with just some random thoughts about practice. Uh, number one, you know, we talk in big blustery, uh, bold type about a lot of different things. But the most important thing is your kids need to have fun. You want to make sure that your kids, they're, they're going to work hard, but they have to want to come back the next day. Practice is not to be endured. It is to have fun. And we got to remember, let's really think about this. We're taking this ball. There's a, a metal rim that is artificially hanging 10 feet above the ground. And we are trying to either put the ball in that cylinder hanging 10 feet above the ground or prevent somebody from putting that ball through the cylinder. It is meant to be a child's game, so don't forget to have fun. We, that being said, though, we want to give it all that we have, both mentally and physically, and you know other little things within the details of practice. Echo drills. I think that's really important to improve communication. What's the drill we're doing? Manhattan drill. Okay, We're doing Manhattan drill. Everybody call out Manhattan drill. If they don't communicate that to your liking, they do something else. A reminder as my former assistant coach Jeff Ritz used to say. Or there's a repercussion for not doing these things. Control what you can control. Uh, make sure that you have as many excuses as you can. Uh, excuses equal no results. Results mean you don't have many excuses. And you, you can't really make excuses for anything that you're doing. There's circumstances, but ultimately it comes down to you've got to do your best to make the plays and control the things that you can control to the best of your ability. You need to make sure that you're, you emphasize that your team grows every single day and that you are emphasizing that growth within your program. Find the small victories along the way. If your team is maybe not a great team when it comes to wins and losses, what are the things that you can find within practice that is going to encourage them to grow as you move forward? Stay on your schedule. You know, you need to make sure that you, you you don't get caught up with, well, we're not getting this rebounding drill down, and I know I had this down for 10 minutes, but now we're going to go 15 minutes. Well, now you're hurting your ball handling, and, and then you're hurting your shooting, and then something else falls by the wayside. If, if you put it in there, you put it in there for a reason, and it's really important that you that you stick to that schedule as strictly as you can. This is a pretty common thing with, with basketball practice. Two-thirds of the time, you want to work on skill work, whether that be individual or team skill work. And the other third, you want to work on 
team execution, uh, scrimmage, shell drill, those type of things. Worry about your team first. I know this is something I was probably guilty of. Sometimes I would worry so much about the scouting report and what we needed to do from the scouting report that I think that I did not emphasize what just what our skills and what we needed to do on a daily basis. Um, focus on your team first, then worry about your scouting report. And as I said before, be sure that you practice your special situations regularly. That's in that uh, a third of the time where you're working on team stuff. Make sure you're getting those special situation practices in as regularly as possible so that your team is prepared for that situation. You're down one. There's 20 seconds left to go. What are you going to run? How are you going to execute that? Or you're, you're, up, you're up three, 10 seconds left. They're bringing it down. Are you going to foul? Or not. If you're going to foul, you've worked on it. You know that you've done that. Ultimately, you work, you emphasize with your team, and the practice essentially, in my mind, comes down to this statement: the object of practice is to do things better today than we did yesterday. If you really think about it, that's what you're supposed to do. That is your job as your coach is to make your team better on Tuesday than they were on Monday. And sometimes there's going to be great leaps, or you're going to feel like that there's great leaps. And other times it's going to be small leaps, but you've got to do your best. And it's not going to happen every day. It is just unrealistic that every team is going to get better every single day. But that's your goal is to make your team and the object of your practice is to do things better today than we did yesterday. And you need to sell that to your team and you need to make sure that your team understands that the importance of that statement and that they execute it to the best of their ability. So this has been uh, Foundation Friday number three, uh, 43 excuse me, on practice execution and emphasis. Um, thanks for listening. If you're on iTunes or SoundCloud, uh, like, rate, review, forward this out to like-minded folks. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, email me at penandanapkin at gmail.com. I always do my best to try and get back to folks. Um, had a few uh, email conversations the last week, week and a half, people getting geared up for the season. I'm always open to hearing what you guys have to say. Uh, I don't have all the answers. I want to hear what you have to say so I can make myself better as well, selfishly. Uh, and I know there's a lot of good ideas that folks are willing to share. Uh, follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. We try to put out daily coaching tidbits on the Twitter handle, so follow us there. Coaches, as always, let's pray for peace, let's stay safe, and let's be sure to honor one day at a time.